Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Ohio! That's Japanese for good morning. And I say good morning to you in English and Japanese. Wherever you are, I love you with the love of the Lord. And I hope that reading the Bible through with you, we're in 2 Peter. And we're going to chapter 3. We were in chapter 2 so long. When we started, I was a junior in high school. That was a long chapter to go through, wasn't it? Now we're in chapter 3. But before we do that, we have great contacts in the Middle East, Christian contacts, through our Pastor Park. If you want to give to the relief of those who have been devastated, 100% is going to go to the people. No overhead, no Brooklyn Tabernacle getting a dollar. Go look online for the help us as you see fit. We certainly need your support. But what can I say when you see the actual video of a house coming down on people? Earthquake, terrible, thousands dead, and then without food, without clothing, without blankets, without shelter. Look on that. It's going to be given by Christians with Christian message as part of the help. And remember, go online about April 21 through 23, the Fan the Flame Conference in beautiful, picturesque, mountainous, beautiful rivers flowing through. We can take you to see some of them. Downtown Brooklyn. That's right. Beautiful Brooklyn. There's an old saying, you either born in Brooklyn or you die in Brooklyn or you got to pass through Brooklyn. I don't think that's true, but we invite you. We're going to have a great time worshiping the Lord, hearing from great speakers in the word. The Brooklyn Tabernacle Singers will be part of the conference on a Saturday a concert. We're going to have a great time ending on Sunday. We're going to pray for everyone who comes. We're going to go back to our labor for the Lord, wherever we are living for Jesus. We're going to go back recharged. The old saying, agile, hostile, and mobile. Take out the hostile. We're going to be agile and mobile because we are limbs of his body. We're going to live and work for Jesus. Dear friends, chapter 3, verse 1, 2 Peter. Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you, as in 1 Peter came before 2 Peter. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. That's what I'm trying to do today. I cannot give you power. I'm not God. This doctrine of impartation is way overblown. Paul said, stir up the gift of God, fan the flame. To Timothy, why didn't you just impart to Timothy what Timothy needed? No, there's something sacred about the singular nature, individual angle of it, me and the Lord, you and the Lord. But what Peter says is, now I want you to be thinking right and looking to the Lord, drawing near to him constantly. So I wrote both these letters to as reminder. Did you know that most of the Bible like especially the Psalms, they're reminders. We need reminders. Why? Because we forget. So when you're encouraging someone, never feel sensitive or self-conscious like, oh, I told her that before. I said that to him. Or you do a Bible teaching somewhere. 
Oh, they know this. We need reminders. How many times does the Bible tell us in one way or another, have faith in God? How many times did Jesus say, love one another and the rest of the epistles too? Why? Because we need to be remembering important things. So reminders, reminders. That's the beautiful thing about going to church whenever you go, Tuesday night, prayer meeting, Sunday service. It's a reminder, the sermon, this music. Oh, what a reminder. How great is our God? Oh, what a reminder. I'm part of the body of Christ. I was so busy working this week. I thought I belonged to the company. I don't belong to my corporation. I belong to Christ. What a reminder. We need reminders. A reminder to stir you up, Peter says, to wholesome thinking. So let's just stop there. For decades, I not only have been a pastor and seen my own battles, my own weaknesses, my counsel, a lot of folks. And one of the things you find is that a main problem in a lot of our lives is we do not have wholesome, edifying thinking. We have reduced Christianity to what we do or say, but as a man or a woman thinketh, so are they. Not only that's what they're going to call sooner or later, it's going to come out in overt behavior, but that's who they really are. You know, I, I, you and I could try to con each other. Hi, how are you doing? Meanwhile, last night, we just talked so horrible about that person. But we're ashamed uh, of acting that out. So good to see you. Where'd you get that dress? That is stunning. And then later we'll go uh, tell our friends what a rag she was wearing. Can't she get some clothes? So who are we? The person that acted or the way we think? The way we think. There's wholesome thinking, which produces wholesome living. There's wholesome thinking, dwelling on Christ and his love for us and what he did on the cross that changes the way we live every day. There's wholesome thinking about where we're going to go when we die rather than unwholesome thinking about fear of when will I die, look what's happening, which produces fear and timidity. Pure thoughts produce pure living. Much of the battle is in su cabeza, your head, my head. So now I'm reminding you today, come on, let's live for the Lord and let's pray. God, teach us to walk with wholesome thinking, guiding us. We yield our minds to you, put sentinels around it so that we don't get bad, negative, filthy thoughts, demonic thoughts. But help us to think Jesus, speak Jesus, and live for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.